0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com.
1: This is the CC Radio Podcast. It was
0: just the most massive thing I've ever seen. I, uh, to tell you the honest truth, I thought, well, we're the only ones left on this planet. Something's happened. We've missed something here.
1: The fear that went in me when I seen it was just, um, like, the feeling, I'd say it was fear, but I've never felt that feeling before in my entire life. It's a weird feeling, like, you can't explain it when you don't know. You feel like you're being followed, but you don't know what it is. We had two to our right, another one in front of us, another one to the left, and another one just across the road, shaking the daylight out of the tree. All we get is a big red
0: eye. I remember waking up and looking at the end of the bed, and there was a figure there, almost insect-like, and then I blacked out.
1: Welcome to the show, everyone. You are listening to Believe, Paranormal and UFO Radio. My name is Cade Moyer, and thanks for tuning in. If you've had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash believe UFO radio. If you enjoy this episode, there are a few things you can do to help the show. Firstly, you can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star rating and review, or you can share the show around social media with your friends and family, and that would help us grow. Tonight I'm joined by Eric, and Eric joins us all the way from the United States to tell us about this haunted apartment that he had to rent while he was uh, attending college over in the Texas State University. Eric, welcome to the show.
0: Hey man, thank you for having me on.
1: No nah, man, thank you for coming on. It's uh, it's very, very rare that we get someone from, I guess, across the <laughs> across the ocean joining us here because a lot of our stories are so. Australian based but um, you know, I'm always down to hear what's happening over in uh in your your part of the world, mate. So, tell me about this uh this apartment that you you basically rented in, and and it was very very haunted. Tell me about this. Yeah, no problem.
0: Um, so basically, uh, the year I went to Texas State, or, or the the year I was a freshman, uh, the college had run out of space for its students because they had they pretty much accepted too many people into the college and they didn't have enough dorms so what they did was um they told they 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 got a certain quota of kids and the rest of them they had told them okay you know you have to go find apartments on your own and sadly i was one of those uh those students And, and so i had gone out looking around at um different apartments well I found this one, and it was conveniently close to the university. And so, and so um, me being you know young naive dude, you know it, it cost a little more, but you know I was like, okay, let me let me just get it, you know, hop on in. Well, I got it, and uh, I was there for about a few days, like one or two at least. Oh no, not even, not even, yeah, two or three. But I I had gone in and nothing seemed out of the ordinary at first, just a normal apartment, you know, the classes haven't, hasn't started yet at this point. And essentially, you know, you had students all over the, um, uh, this apartment comp, uh, complex, just, you know, making noise, you know, having a party cause you know, just having a party, you know, it's fine. But, um, my second or third day there, I can't really remember. Um, I was sitting, watching some Netflix and just got done uh, talking to my mom and uh, hung up. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go to bed. At this point, it was about 11 o'clock, 1030, something like that. And every night before I went to sleep, I always locked my doors. And my front door had three locks, two which you could access from the outside and one that could only be unlocked from the inside. Uh, So I locked those three. And I had a balcony, and I locked that, and I had my bedroom, which had one lock. And mind you, I'm in a one-bedroom apartment, so I'm all by myself. Now, um, so I went and brushed my teeth, uh, went went to bed, and just fell asleep. Well, uh, <laughs> so I, I woke up at around 3.20-something, and it... It, it was a specific time i'm just going to say for this for 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 the sake of um uh just consistency i'm going to say about 3:27 so it was about it it, it was at 3:27 and i woke up looked at my phone there's some notifications there and you know it's like okay whatever well i looked at you know i looked at my door and my, my door was like a one of those up-down handles, so it was like, you know, you have to push down to get in, or um, whenever you released it, went back up. Well, so I uh, I saw it was in the down position. I said, well, god dang it, you know, like, man, you know, the spring might have came off. You know? I don't know, god dang it. I call it maintenance tomorrow, and so all these things are running through my head, and so I'm like, whatever. Well, it slowly went back up. And I was like, well, you know, what the, heck? you know, is, is my mind playing tricks on me? Cause I could see it perfectly. Cause I had a security, a security light right next to my window beaming in all, all these, um, rays of light through the, um, through my blinds. And it slowly went back down. I could hear that click like someone's trying to get in. And I'm like, well, what the heck? And so it just goes back up, goes back down goes back up i'm like oh my god someone's trying to break in my apartment so i'm so i'm just i'm just i'm just trying to wrap my head around this like okay what the balls is am i am i about to do i don't have any weapons i don't have anything you know I, i left my wallet uh laptop and keys to my vehicle on my um on my bar outside so if someone's trying to break in you know that's there, there's some stuff right there for them to take well it it just kept slowly going up and down up and down and so finally i just uh i don't, I don't know where why i said this but i said uh you know hey you know i got a gun so you you, you better freaking get out well it just stopped and then slowly went back up as if you know' they're, they're just they're done like okay that that must have did it Well, just as I said that, that door handle went berserk. I mean, just going up and down, up and down, just constantly moving up and down. I'm like, what the heck is going, like, this was like, humanly impossible to go that fast. Like, I couldn't even see the handle, like, anymore. It's just a massive blur. And I'm like, oh my god. So I'm just sitting there stunned. And like it's so it's doing that for a good 10 15 seconds and uh just as just as that started you know happening then the door started shaking like like it wasn't like breaking in or nothing was breaking in it was just shit, just shimmering and i'm like what is going on you know like wh- i'm just i don't know what's going on and so finally as soon as it started it just stopped and it felt like it was it's been going on for hours but probably only a few seconds and So I'm just like over there in my bed shaking, you know, not knowing exactly what's, you know, what the heck I just, you know, witnessed. Well, I had, um, the next day I woke up and I, you know, I, for some reason I fell asleep upright against my wall, you know, but it was only for about 30 minutes. And, uh, cause yeah. And so I I, I was just freaked out. Well, I looked at my phone and I just to make sure, you know, everything was, you know, I had, you know, I had missed any calls or anything because I, I was tone deaf to everything. Like I was just staring at that door, like super intensely. And so I, but I knew it wasn't a dream because the same notifications that were on my phone were still, you know, when I woke up, were still on there when I checked it again. Well, I, so I was, so I was like, okay, if this person is still in my apartment you know like what the heck am i gonna do so i'm looking around trying to find weapons while i have his aloe vera plant and a, and a pen so i just open the door and you know like you know i'm gonna throw an aloe vera plant you know in this in this in this dude's face and stab in the neck with a pen you know i did not know what the heck i was gonna do and so i open the door pick my head out nothing everything is still in its place you know nothing too too out of the ordinary had occurred you know nothing you know every nothing was shimmered out the door wasn't open none of my locks were moved nothing was taken so i'm thinking okay what kind of person's gonna break into my apartment and you know steal my stuff or or not not steal my stuff but just try to get into my door you know i was very confused on that part well so I called my parents, told them what happened, and they're like, "Well, you know, go down, talk to the, talk to them because they have cameras down your hallway." So I talked to them. They're like, "Sorry, you know, we can't release that information to you unless you have like a um, a police officer with you, or you know, you have like some written documents saying that you need to see it." So I'm like, "Well, you know, they're useless." So I went back up and, you know, just chilled around for a good day, a uh, few hours until nighttime eventually hit again. So. I'm doing the same thing watching Netflix but I'm a little on edge you know I'm not you know I don't really know what I, I'm I'm expecting for this night and so um cuz you know <laughs> I'm you know it's like a I I felt like something was going to happen like you just have that feeling like you know something's going to happen well so I did the exact same routine and went to bed locked all my doors Looked up, you know, looking around, you know, nothing too bad, nothing too bad happened, you know, just a bunch of college kids, you know, creating ruckus. (laughs) Well, that morning I woke up again at the exact same time, 327. And so I was like, okay, you know, this is, this is weird. You know, I don't know what to expect. So I'm staring at that door, you know, I'm just, ah, just waiting for something to happen. Well, door handle's not moving nothing's going on and then you know so i'm like okay well maybe it's just my imagination or whatever so i close my eyes and then bam just the this huge crash in my living room like i have nothing that that can fall like nothing that's up up high where it would have fallen over nothing just like dropping a bowling ball from a pretty high from a pretty high height and just falling on the hardwood floor and I just woke up. I, I like, what the heck was that? Like people downstairs must have heard it. And like, what? Like, I don't, I don't know what, what it was. And so I'm just, so I sat back up and I'm very tired at this point. I only got 30 minutes to sleep the night before. And so this night I'm just like, you know, what is going on? So I'm freaking out, you know, not, not really comprehending what's going on, but that was pretty much the only thing I heard. And so I opened up the door. There was no damage. The next morning, no damage, no nothing. Like, everything was still in its place. So I called them again. I'm like, look, there's something going. Like, call my mom and dad again. I'm like, look, there's something going on here, you know. Just, I don't know what it is, but, like, I just heard, like, this loud crash last night, you know, like, sound, you know, like, told them the same thing. sounding like a bowling ball hitting the, hitting the, oh, like, a hardwood floor. And they're like, well, Eric, like, I don't, did you go down, did you go down there and talk to the, Talk to the talk to the people, and I'm like, yeah, I did, but you know, they they told me they couldn't disclose that information. So they're frustrated. I'm frustrated. I'm running on like almost no sleep at this point, and so finally, I'm like, okay, it's daytime. Let me get some sleep. So I fell asleep, and I actually had this like crazy nightmare. It was it, it was just about a bunch of like I was in my apartment, and it was with like a bunch of like. Like not really. It was the weirdest thing. It was like people, in 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 like throughout the entire like I had my buddy, my buddies there, and there's people all throughout like the. We had this bottom balcony area by the. It was with a pool and all that stuff, and there were people around there, like throwing volleyballs and stuff like that, and just. Then eventually, what had happened was, both my friends jumped out my balcony, um, my balcony window, and like essentially just hit the ground and people are all just like freaking out. And I woke up in cold sweat. I'm like, what the heck, you know, like, Oh my God. So, um, so I was freaking out at that point and I'm like, well, I can't get sleep because, you know, I'm going to have nightmares or, you know, just, I I couldn't get sleep nonetheless. And so the next, and so at this point, nighttime came and, um, yeah, this was, this is just, yeah, this was the worst night of it all. Well, So I felt, so I I did the exact same routine this time. I'm literally on edge. Like I can't even go to sleep. Well, eventually, you know, exhaustion takes over and I fall asleep. Well, um, so (laughs) I fall asleep and I wake up again at the exact same time, 327 and I'm looking at the door, waiting for something to happen. Nothing happened absolutely nothing happened and i look at my phone and i'm like okay well let me just play some game there's a there's a game that i, I can't remember what game it was but i was playing a game on my phone and um <laughs> so eventually i just turned it off cuz you know i essentially fell asleep and never exited out of my game but i uh, just turned my phone off put it put it on my um this little desk I had next to my bed and I woke up again at like six o'clock and at this point, you know, you would see like the sun shining in and stuff like that. Well, I opened my eyes, you know, everything's okay. Close it, open them again. And it's pitch black. I mean, I can't see anything. Like I can put my hand, like when you're sleeping, you can put your hand in front of your face and you can see the outline of your hand. But here I couldn't see it at all. Like I couldn't see anything around the room. I couldn't see, you know, anything. And so I'm like, Oh God. So I started praying the our father just over and over and over again. Like, you know, just our father, our father, our father. Well, um, I could hear like this chattering, you know, like Alvin and the chipmunks, like that pitch, just like talking like right, like in my left ear, like, you know, and so, like, just talking to me, and I'm like, "What the heck is that?" You know. And then I hear another one, like something's having a conversation. It's like, me, 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 me. so it's just having this conversation. And so I kept praying and praying. And then more of them started popping up around. And eventually, it's it sounded like they were laughing at me. And I was like, "Oh Lord, like this is this is bad," you know. Well. I just kept praying and praying and it's getting louder and louder, the laughing and chattering. And then eventually I hear this deep rumbling voice. You think that's going to help you. And that I'm not going to lie. I peed my pants because of that. I was so scared. I just, Oh my God. But like the deepest guttural voice you can think of, like just, Oh God, that scared me. Well, um so (laughs) i woke up and i called tad and he's like eric you know you you like i'm gonna come down there so he came down there and um just sprinkled holy water across the entire apartment and after that nothing happened but this might be just a coincidence or just like maybe even a fluke but um when i was exiting my um which my door you know, and was going to class one day. I had um, see, seen one of the maintenance guys working on uh one of the rooms in the in my next one of my next door neighbors' rooms and uh <laughs> they everything was dark in there. I didn't really get a good glance because I don't like, you know, looking at other people's stuff, but I almost I am almost certain, just out of my peripheral vision, that I saw um, a pentagram, you know as as a as a wall thing on there as like a you know i guess a wall decoration on the room i didn't know that might be a coincidence or just maybe even a fluke you know might not mean anything but just and i'm like okay you know what the well you know what the balls but yeah and i had talked to all my neighbors i said you know hey do y'all have stuff happening to y'all and the one across from me said yeah you know i've had stuff move around you know Doors open and close, and you know that you know small stuff like that actually um, started in my apartment. But it what didn't? I didn't take it as anything. I thought you know oh it's me just being stupid. You know like oh I, you know, I misplaced this or I left my door open or you know something like that. You know I didn't really take it as much. But um, yeah, and pretty much my neighbors had the exact same situation. You know like they misplaced stuff or you know they close doors but they come out open, and it's just like. Yeah, and so
1: that's 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 pretty much the story. Wow, Eric, that is that's intense, mate. Because there is so much to break down here. For for starters, mate, what was going through your mind when you this this kind of essentially started happening the the first couple of nights you're in this brand new apartment was was this a bit of a a, a shock to you? <sighs>
0: Honestly, it was because <laughs> I was not expecting any of this to happen. You know, it's like, um, you know, I, you would think in a because this place was fairly new too. Like it was built five years before I had moved in there. Like it was, it was a fairly new building. So you, it, I can understand if it was an older building. You know, may have some some history, but this was a new building. So I was not expecting this, like, at all. And
1: so, and was this your first time living away from home as well?
0: Um. Yes. Yes, it was.
1: Oh wow! What a what a welcome to the real world then, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> mate. Yeah. That that would have been absolutely terrifying because, like, let, let's kind of break this down in in order here because that that first real encounter that you had there with the the door handle shaking and it kind of going to. You know, like those almost inhuman type of speeds of it it kind of moving and then the whole door rattling, that would have been I'm not gonna lie, mate, I would have been absolutely terrified in that in that situation because you you just don't know what's going on there. And with it especially being in your your bedroom door, considering that you've had so many other, I guess, security locks to get to that position. I, I just I couldn't imagine what was running through your mind because, you know, you don't know what's on the other side. You don't know if there's a group of people, if there's a madman. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, it just continues on to, to be, you know, quite apparent some some very high-level kind of poltergeist activity happening.
0: Yeah.
1: I, I just, I, I have no words, mate. I couldn't even imagine being in that situation because for myself, I, I would have been absolutely petrified.
0: Oh, it was, it was, it was, it was terrible. Like I was trying to rationalize everything because I don't like, um, essentially just going straight to, oh, it was paranormal stuff. You know, let's try to piece things together before we get to that point. Well, you know, nothing was making sense. Like there's no way a person could have moved that handle in that way. And also, you know, uh, e- even if you had a group of people, there's absolutely no, I can understand the door shaking, but. Not at the speed of because I even tried it going as fast as I could, and you can still see it. But this thing was just, just constantly going up and down, and so yeah, I, I was terrified. Man, were you yeah.
1: w- what were you thinking at that time? Were you just kind of so tired that you weren't really comprehending what was going on, or were you more so worried that, that you were in danger? And now, a quick word from our sponsor. They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Also, are you wanting more content? Why not become a Believe Plus member? You'll get access to exclusive podcasts and episodes that aren't available to the public. Not only that, you'll also get our regular feed without any ads. Head to believepod.com forward slash plus to sign up today for just five dollars a month.
0: Well, it was a bit of both. Like, I didn't I, I knew that I was in like immense danger, and so when I, I had already uh, I, I already said that I was not gonna move from my position on the bed, because if I did, that thing squeaked louder than a mouse man like that 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 bed was oh it was it was just so loud just even moving an inch that thing went eh, you know but um so i knew that trying to move or trying to better my safety wouldn't be you know please uh you know uh like just available you know at that time because i would just make tons of noise and then maybe if it was a person it would notify them that i'm you know awake or something like that but also I was really tired because you know I just wasn't uh, you know I, and, and like I know I didn't imagine it because it was it was way too real to be like you know imaginative because you know I could like I said um I I checked my phone for not- uh, for uh, before and after and it the exact same notifications were on and or the exact same notifications I had received were still on there and you know, the, the security light was beaming like there was actually one ray of light that was directly on the handle and door and a bunch on the door itself, and so it, yeah. So I could see a pretty good, you know, um, image of what was going down, and so yeah. So yeah, to answer your question, it was a bit of both essentially, but I couldn't really do anything for safety because I didn't really have much of anything.
1: Yeah, and uh, of course, and <laughs> I, I just. I, I know that situation. You you stuck on that bed. You don't want to move because you feel like anything you do is going to just make that situation worse. Because who knows what was on the other side? You know, in in your mind at that time, you could have been thinking, geez, if I move here, it's just going to bust through the door." Whatever this is.
0: Hmm. That's that's oh, that's actually exactly what I was thinking. And so it's uh, what I would have yeah. been thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I tell you what, I was. Oof, I was freaking out, man. Like <laughs> that, that, that right there, just telling you that story, like just, just giving me chills. Like, cause I, I'm just pretty much reliving exactly what was going on in that situation.
1: Yeah. No, I, um, I, I got chills the entire time you're talking to me about it because I, I just would be absolutely terrified being in that situation. And, you know, being out of home for the for the first time ever, and this is the first place that you move into is the the worst luck of anything I've I've really heard because who's to who's to know that they're doing pentagrams in the room right next door next to you? It's it that that there that would have been uh that would have been a, a real light bulb moment because the the encounters that you had in this house, they just seem so so violent, essentially, to to put it, because a lot of hauntings are kind of residual, but this almost seemed to have a little bit of sentience to it, because it was actually uh, I guess, reacting to how you were acting.
0: Yeah. And um, after, you know, after the whole... I pretty much prayed myself to sleep that last night, and... You know, just when I, like I said, when I woke up, called dad, and you know he had uh, he had gotten some holy water from this local church and you know put it all over my wall and um, yeah. So after after he did that, nothing else happened, absolutely nothing. And
1: was that against um, the wall where your neighbor had the pentagram? Yep, it
0: sure was, and. We put it on all sides of like the entire the entire apartment. We put it all over, but primarily this was even before I uh, I walked down that hallway and saw you know the pentagram. Um This was like before that. You know he came that day, and so um she had. But I told him to primarily focus on this wall. Don't know why I told him that. You know, just told him, hey, can you focus on this wall, and then we can work our way around. And so, yeah.
1: That's um, interesting. Did you think there was kind of like a sixth sense telling you that the the negativity was coming from that way?
0: Possibly. I couldn't answer that, but just something, it, you know, it might, it might've been a sixth sense because something, like, I don't know. I just knew that I just told, you know, I'm just like, okay, hey, you know, just like, I don't, I'm not getting good feeling, you know, over here, you know, because if you think about it, everything's happening on the outside, and coming in you know this way and so i was like okay you know maybe something's coming on over you know i i didn't know myself man like i was just i wasn't really thinking too much into the situation at the time i was just you know more livid you know just i i didn't really have many many things to think about just for my own safety and just, you know, honestly, I was just freaking out.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, um, I can imagine the, the mind was just kind of swimming with, with thoughts and emotions and, you know, just trying to, to, you know, act normal from, from something like that, that would have been an, an almost impossible thing to do. It, um, it must've felt incredibly infuriating to, to get no support from the, I guess the, the, the residence that you live in to potentially offer some, I guess, closure to what was doing this for you.
0: Yeah, I, you know, that right there, I, I was pretty ticked off. I wasn't, you know, I was, I wasn't really. Comp- I mean, I can understand, you know, you know, for security, not really security reasons, but for privacy reasons, you know, yeah, you can't use it. But, you know, I, I just, ah, uh, you know, I really. I like, I really wanted to know exactly what was gonna, you know, if something had actually broken to my house or someone broke into uh, into my house. Cause, you know, I, I highly doubt so. Because like I said, there's one lock that you just cannot access from the outside. And so that's that, that right there was a red flag for me. Like, okay, you know, I don't really think it was a person because like I said, it's either that or you get in on the balcony. But I was on the fourth floor. And so you'd have to get through, you know, three, um, you know, three other floors and then get to mine. And what's so special about my floor, you know?
1: Yeah, they, they really got to be dedicated to get up there.
0: Exactly. And so, yeah. And so I really, you know, I was really ticked off about that, you know, for, for the longest time. And then I started thinking like, okay, then start to rationalize everything. Okay, I live on the fourth floor. You know, there's plenty other apartments. So why only target mine? So and that was sort of like a maybe like, okay, you know, would it, would it have helped seeing the video or what was it? Would it be more of a pain? Cause if I would have wouldn't, would not have seen anyone in the vi- or would not have seen anything come and or some anyone come into my apartment at that time, you know, then I would have just raised more questions. <laughs>
1: I, I, I just don't really know what to say to a situation like that because to to kind of go through that process of elimination, go, well, no, it can't be someone breaking in, it can't be this, it can't be that. At, at what point do you start to go down that paranormal route or, you know, what could this be?
0: Yeah, like, that that crossed my mind almost, you know um almost immediately but i didn't really want to take it to that extent yet because i have had some experiences in the past but um nothing to to this extreme like nothing at all to this extreme and i started thinking for the longest time like am i going crazy because you know like i i was the only one that saw this or experienced this and you know so i'm thinking i'm i'm going i'm I'm becoming a Looney tune myself, you know, but then, then I started rationalizing, okay, you know, I don't drink, I don't smoke. I've never done drugs in my life. You know, I like, <clears throat> you know, I've never done anything. Like I'm just, I'm I'm as clean as a whistle, but, um, and so I'm just sitting there like, okay, is my mind playing tricks on me? No, I've never done this before in my life. I've never experienced, you know, thought of any of this before in my life or, you know, nothing like this. And so I'm like, okay, well, you know, that just leads me to one thing, which is more paranormal. And so, um, finally, when I got to that, you know, it's like, well, you know, there's your um, regular, like, like you said, there's your regular hauntings where it's you no know, just like playful stuff, and then there's your more, you know, sentient stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah the the stuff that kind of has an agenda to it, and that's what this seemed to to have because. These encounters—they're not just these standard bumps in the night. These are made to terrify you. I—I I, I wouldn't know why that is. You know, if there's a purpose, if it—if this thing feeds off fear, or you know, your your fear is what kind of—I don't know—gives it gives it life or anything like that. I just—I don't really understand the, I guess, the whole pentagram side of of the paranormal because. Uh, frankly, it's just it's it's so foreign to me, and I I wouldn't really know where to start with that.
0: Yeah, um, I had I had actually brought that up with a buddy of mine who his 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 mom has has like a really um, I'm not gonna say she's a medium or anything of that nature, but he but she had essentially. I had lots of paranormal stuff and i had told told him my experience and he had told me he says well one thing that she's told me before is that when it comes to this negative energy you know negative entities they essentially like to a a lot of them like to test your your faith essentially like even if you're uh, non-non-denominational you know not not even christian or, or just anything in general just Uh, your your faith whatever whatever you believe in they're just testing it you know seeing how far you would go with it until you reach your breaking point and then you essentially become vulnerable and so that's what i got from it you know i can't really confirm it but it's always something to think about you know
1: yeah and that and that's really terrifying if you if you genuinely think of it something that is trying to break you down for for whatever reason and it makes me think what comes after that. Yeah.
0: Yep, and that that part I am sure I can assure you is pro- it's probably not very pretty.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I think you're right there. It's uh, it's 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 a thought that I think a lot of people probably wouldn't like to have, but um yeah, maybe maybe let's yeah. save that. So you <laughs> you move into kind of day 2 of these encounters and you hear these these huge bangs on a huge bang on the floor. Yeah, and that would have been that would have been quite concerning, considering the the events that happened the night before. You you said that you were pretty sleep deprived because of the encounter that you had there. Was yeah. this was this starting to play in your mind a little bit, with thinking that, "Geez, am I am I making this up? Am I am I hearing things that aren't happening?"
0: Like at that point, when I heard after I heard. After I heard that bang, I was like, okay, you know, at first, at the first moment, I was freaked out. And then after nothing happened for a period of time, I started thinking, okay, was it people above me? Was it people below me? Or, you know, just like, 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 again, like, like you said, am I, am I going crazy, you know? But I started thinking about it and and I was like, okay, like, I can understand maybe, um, if someone had dropped something above me and made a loud noise, which echoed into my room, but what, what really set it apart from everything else, this bang was, it was just too close to, like, it was too, the sound was too close to my room. Like, if you get, uh, hear like a, or if you see a lightning bolt flash right next to you, you're immediately gonna hear thunder. And so that was essentially the same thing here. Like, it just, I, I, like, I'm not going to say that I felt anything like a, like a rumble or anything like that, or like a vibration from the crash. I'm not going to say anything like that, but it was, but it was like something about it just made it way too real and just like way too like close, like in my apartment area, like to really just say, okay, you know, I'm like, I think I'm going crazy. It's, it's it was way too real for that, to, for me to say that, uh, let me just say
1: that. <laughs> yeah, no. What what I what I take from that is like you felt there was a presence to this noise. Yeah. Um, and and that that really would have been kind of I don't mean to make a pun here but kind of ground shaking, world shaking yeah. when when that happened yeah. there because you know the the night before was terrifying and then this happened and then you move into into this day 3 where it almost seems like you're having interactions with with what is causing this, Mm-hmm. like,
0: yeah, I just that at, moving from night two to night three, it yeah that that right there just was a big change because I really wasn't, pond you know I didn't really expect that to happen like for one I've never you know had that happen to me before, but it I don't like like I said and then we back to um. Relaying what my friend had told me, it sort of made sense because it, it's pretty whatever this um whatever this thing is trying is essentially just trying to test me and see how far I can go before eventually just breaking. And here, you know, hearing all those loud, you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks, you know, high pitch, you know, talking—I guess you would say—I'm assuming they were, it was ta- they were talking because. I, they were they were saying something. I don't know what the heck they were saying though. It was it was it was some kind of language I've never heard in my life, man. Like they were say, they were, they were formulating some sort of sentence. It wasn't like random clicks and chatters. It was a high pitch. It was a high pitch something, but I don't know what the heck it was. And um, but yeah, and then just it bleeding into that deep voice, just you know, that right there set everything off for me. But um, yeah.
1: What was what was your reaction to, to hearing that voice? Did that suddenly just push you over the edge? Did that just make everything a little bit too real?
0: That right there made it very real for me. I wouldn't say it pushed me over to the edge, like per se, but it that right there essentially just like you know it, it made it made everything, you know, made everything real, I'll tell you that much. Just um, I, I don't know. Like, it's, it's hard to formulate what I was feeling at the time because it was, it was just a mix between fear and honestly, just curiosity. Like, what the heck was that? You know, cause I, like, like I said, I've never, ever had that happen to me before where I've just randomly had this crazy thought. And ever since that day, I've never had, you know, anything happen to me after that. And so, it's it, it leads me to believe you know okay i don't really think i was going crazy because you know i've ne- I've never had experience in that before never had that after and frankly i've never um a lot like a lot of people in that situation would say like oh you know like maybe it was a sleep paralysis but you know i could freely move it's just i couldn't see anything like when it like whenever, um, I cl- opened my eyes, I could see something, close them, open them back up. I just really couldn't see anything. So, it wasn't really a point of sleep paralysis because I could move freely. It's just, I don't know what the heck that
1: was. <laughs> and you know, that actually, you've kind of answered a question that I was about to ask you because I wasn't sure if you were able to actually move because you said you opened your eyes and it was just complete darkness. And my my first thought was, I wonder if this is a a case of sleep paralysis because of, you know, the the extreme, I guess, emotional turmoil that you would have went through the those first two nights and having, you know, essentially next to next to no sleep and, you know, it it almost seems like this this was kind of pushing you to to the point of second guessing yourself in that in that sense because potentially. Whatever was going on here knew the the state that you were in, and this was its its, I guess, prime opportunity to to I guess have that type of interaction with you. And as you said, it had a pretty pretty profound effect on you um, there before. And to to come out of that and just it kind of just disappear that would have been that would have been just as I guess terrifying as it all starting again. Because what's to say that this isn't gonna just happen again to you
0: exactly like that that you know I, that, that thought actually had run through my mind you know what that uh, about two weeks after the, this experience i had you know i had you know I, I told you i was talking to my friend and um on the drive home after you know visiting visiting with him i was thinking you know about that you know about that those those three nights and it you know it was like okay you know what's to say this won't happen again? Cause it's pretty weird that it would just stop on a dime. Yes. I can like with the Holy water, maybe that might've done something, but you know, I've heard like a lot of experiences where, you know, entities would latch on to its host, I guess you would say. And, um, yeah. i like maybe waiting for its perfect opportunity. I can't, I can't really confirm that man, but it was, it was more mind boggling than anything else. Like just starting from like starting from nothing and then just stopping, you know, and then nothing happens afterwards. So it's just like, where does, you know, what's to come next essentially.
1: Yeah. Where does it go in the meantime? Mm -hmm. That's, Um, uh, that's, that's probably a thought that can keep you up at night if you think about it too much. So, Eric, I have to ask, what do you, what do you think was going on in that apartment? You've, you've had some time to obviously think about this probably over and over and over a thousand times. What do you think was going on there?
0: Um, you know, I had, I had thought it like, yeah, I had thought about that quite a lot, you know, and maybe, you know, I, I had done a little investigating myself in the, in the, in the meantime, and. Um, I had asked because there was a person that lived because this is a student apartment and there was someone that has been living there for three, you know, three years plus just trying to get their bachelor's out of the way. And I had actually talked to her and um, we, we used to bump each, into each other in the hallways. And I would talk, I had talked to her. I said, hey, what? Who lived in my apartment? I asked her this like months and months after, you know, this, this experience had happened. And I said, hey um what had happened here and she had said well um for this but before you had moved in you know there was there was this guy there was a guy that you know used to live here almost um much like he seemed like a normal guy but just she had her and her roommates had gotten had every single one of them always got bad vibes from him like he was a nice guy everything like that just they always got bad vibes from him and it's like okay like and that and that after she told me that it sort of gave me chills honestly because you you have this normal guy you know like that just lived in this apartment and essentially you know just a just a nice guy but you just get these weird vibes from it and that that right there is like okay, weird vibes, you know. Okay, maybe there's something like 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 you said earlier, that sixth sense, you know, that's telling you okay, you know what's what's really going, you know, you know, like something's telling me to just stay away, and so that you know that right there just like set, set off a lot of red flags for me, and um, so after after all, like I, I stayed there a few months afterwards, and then eventually just moved out after after my lease ended, but. Yeah, and so I really do think you know something something demonic had happened here.
1: It's a it's a terrifying situation that you that you went through, and you know, have, the, the real world is, you know, leases you have to stay in there until your lease is done. Um, you know, most people would just say, "Look, I am going to pack up and leave after that," but you know, the real world doesn't work like that. And uh, you know, you still had school, you still had everything that you needed to do in the in that meantime. And to to go home to a place where you've you know you've encountered the you know the worst of the worst when it comes to, you know, something terrible happening. That that would have just been something that you absolutely did not need within your first year of, you know, of of kind of college education. Yes.
0: Yeah, it was it was definitely not something expected, <laughs> to say the least. Um but yeah, really it really was not um, something that I I I was hoping to see or experience, but um, you know, I guess I guess in, in the in the midst of all things, you know, I, I, I guess I'm glad I'm more aware that something like that happened. But in, in the meantime, you know, you could just imagine me coming back to the apartment every day, just expecting something to happen, always on edge.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could imagine anxiety levels would have been through the roof. It would have been one of those things that you just would have dreaded going home to.
0: Oh yeah. Like it was, it was terrible.
1: <laughs> well, Eric, I want to thank you for for coming on the show and, and sharing those encounters. I mean, what a, what a terrifying couple of days to, to really go through and, uh, and just the, the aftermath of having to always go back there and, you know, just ask yourself, is something else going to happen today? That would, have been, that would have been a really tough time. So thank you so much for coming on and, and you know, deciding to, to share those, those stories with me. I really do appreciate it, mate. No,
0: it's all good, man. Anytime. Uh, thank you for having me on.
1: And that's going to do it for tonight. And remember, if you have had an encounter, get in touch with me. My email address is believe at ccradio.com.au or you can message me on Facebook and that's facebook.com forward slash Believe UFO Radio. Until next time, stay safe and you've been listening to Believe, Australian Paranormal and UFO Radio.